Blog Talk Radio. Morning show. I have a super duper awesome show planned for us today. My husband, you know, I've been on the air um, since June of 2008. Fans are uh, hiatus when we take our break, and this is only the second time he's actually coming on the show and doing a show with me. So I, you can tell in my voice, like I just have so much excitement. He's sitting here next to me, deep in thought. Uh, wondering what we're going to talk about. And I said, you know, let's just share with everyone who we are and what we do and how we do what we do, um, because we've been together since 1990, which is a very long time, considering it is now the end of 2012. So what is that, 20, 22 and a half years we've been together, together since I was a teenager. I would love to say a young teenager, but a teenager uh, so, so I've been hanging out with this guy pretty much my entire life and damn near all of my adult life. Um, but we have just a lot of stuff to share. just want to give a big shout-out to everyone who listened to yesterday's show when I had parenting coach Ms. Kamari Gafford Davis on the show. And a few people hit me up after the show to ask for her website again. Her website is OptimisticExpectations.com, and she's on Facebook so you can find her on Facebook as well. Uh, we had a great show. She shared tips on going back to school. And if you missed the show, you can definitely download it through iTunes or just go to CyBrownMorningShow.com, and you'll be able to um, listen to it. And if you missed any of the shows, actually, just go to CyBrownMorningShow.com, and you can listen to the last five shows. So just letting everybody know the chat room is now open. I'm so excited. So feel free to hit us up in the chat room. All you have to is click listen live on the site, and it will take you right to where you can log in um, through the chat room. Last thing, I'm on Twitter. I'm, I'm going to be working on doing live chats um, through Twitter and doing live broadcasting through Google um, next week. So that's going to be really, really fun. So bear with me. I've never done that before. Um, and then you know we're working our way up to a TV show. So ultimately, the Cyber Morning Show will be on the air. So that's kind of, but don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody yet, but that's kind of where we're going with this whole Cyber Morning Show project. But anyway, in the meantime, I definitely want to um, bring my husband into the show, my my best friend. Um, you know, there's some things I definitely want to talk about, and I'm sure he's open to um, some of the challenges that we face in our marriage. You know I've shared pretty much my whole life with you all. Um, but in the meantime, let's bring in my husband, Charles Brown. Good morning, dear. How are you? Good morning. How's everybody doing out there? Well, I just want to uh, start off. How in the world, you know, you courted me, and I've said this to all of my girlfriends, and you actually dated me. You actually showed up at my door, took me <laughs> I see you smiling, took me out on dates. I remember you would pick me up, talk to my mother when you would pick me up, was that something that you were taught? Was it something that you did just to woo me as a girlfriend at the time? Like, what made you actually court me in a t- 
time when that's not really cool anymore. Well, um, I'm a different type of guy. Uh, I wanted to know your family a little bit. Russians or anything, want to know the people that I'm dealing with. Um, I feel it was respect. Chivalry's not old. Chivalry's not dead. I mean, that's the kind of guy I am. And there's a lot of guys out there uh, like me that do a lot of things for their, their spouse, their wife. Uh, it's just something that I do. And I'm telling you this, 
I mean, we've kind of talked about it, but I'm telling you on the real, my girlfriends were whispering in my ear, girl, you need to make sure you have your side money and you need to make sure that you have something for yourself. It's not good to stay home. But, you know, I totally trusted you. I totally trusted our marriage, and I was willing to dedicate my life to my family, which is really what they did in the 50s anyway. How did, like, did you hear mumbling and grumbling from your friends because, you know, I didn't work or because I stayed home with the kids? I mean, we hear, that, we hear a lot of flack from everybody. Um, you have to be the one that makes a decision in your life that not to listen to what people say, but listen to your heart. And your heart will tell you nothing but the truth. If you listen to what anybody else says, it will take you from where you have to go. So I learned to listen with my heart, and if they're your friends, they wouldn't tell you nonsense like that. They would they dig you up and say they're proud of you and, and hope that you do better and it works out for you. So that's, that's just my uh, opinion about it. I mean, like, I remember, I just remember having the kids, and I will say, and I'm going on record, you know, I see um, some some conversation in the chat room. I courted Connie, too, so I can relate to your husband. So I was talking about earlier when I shared how my husband really did actually date me. Like, he wanted to be with me. But I can just remember times where there were moments where I felt maybe I should be working. Maybe I should be doing something else. Maybe I should have a job like my friends. And it was hard because I, I never quite felt that that was the right thing to do for my family. And I think one of the things that people and couples have a tendency to do is live up to everybody else's expectations as opposed to what the hell works in your house. And that was hard for me because I was so young. I remember when we were planning our wedding, we actually ended up canceling our wedding, remember, because, you know, we were planning the wedding, we were going to pay for it, and we had everybody, you should do this, you should do that, you should do this, and
and 90% of our relationship up until this point has been the kids need a coat for back to school. Where are they going to go for camp? Um, I'm going to my grandmother's house. When are we going to your parents' house? When are we going to my mother's house? Um, this kid got in trouble in school. The principal called, blah, 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 blah. And a few years ago, actually the year I started this show, my oldest son graduated from high school. And then last year, my younger son graduated from high school. And so I was really at a point where I was like, okay, now what do I do with my life? And it got really tough for us because we now had to figure out what does that conversation between he and I look like. And it was it was pretty ugly, right? Yeah, I mean, um, the, the kids are grown. Uh, you have to start all over again. So you really have to redate. I mean, take her out to eat and Men out there, don't forget who she is to you. Remember how you met her because someone else can come around and say the same game better than your game, and you never know. But respect your woman. Tell her you love her. I mean, send her little things. I'm not, you know, trying to put men on, 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 on blast, but if you love her and she has, she's a woman, the mother of your child, then respect her as the queen she is. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> I think it goes a little bit deeper than that, though, because sometimes relationships are so fractured, and and I felt our relationship was very fractured. You know, we have dedicated so much time to everybody else that, you know, I, I didn't like you for a minute, and I know there were times where... Well, to be honest, I didn't like you for a minute either, so we're both honest. Honesty is the best policy. Speak it out, truthfully. Be honest with one another and, and let it out. Say what you have to say, and then forget about it. Yesterday is gone. That's how I live with it now. Whatever we talk about or disagree about, and we have a little little bit of disagreement, whatever is done that day is done. Tomorrow I do not bring it up because it doesn't exist. That's how I'm learning how to live now. It makes it easy. Well, one of my friends, my very, very close friends, the ones who, one of the very few that I confided that said, you know what, I'm, I'm at a loss. You know, I'm 41 years old. My marriage is over. My kids are grown. I do not know if I'm going left, right, up, or down. Um, I went to her boo-hooing, hadn't spoken to her in a while, who has been a rock just over the years since my kids were little, just joined us in the chat room, and she put uh, this conversation is a blessing, and she just sent me a message in the chat room, I love you both. And, you know, I've shared with you a lot, too, and, and I will say this. Everybody has their own issues in a marriage. For, for, for he and I, it was really, and I'm saying this from my heart, it was really a situation of what do you talk about now? My husband has never, ever, ever given me any indication or inkling about infidelity. Not near once. There's never been my phone ringing and somebody hangs up. That that wasn't an issue. Now, that may be a very real issue for some people. The fidelity issue is a big one. But for us, it was really about where do we go from here? We didn't have a plan. We planned when the kids were little, put money away for them to go to school. They're going to go to college. We're going to buy a house. I mean, we did, I went to college. He went. My husband went to school. He's very successful in his profession. And now it's like, now what? And I we found ourselves looking at each other, biting our heads off, you know, 
wrong. Are you going to the grocery store? I thought you were going. And next thing you know, we're in this all-out argument about going to the grocery store when there's really no need for an argument. So for us, it wasn't an issue of infidelity. It wasn't an issue of hanging out. It was really an issue of the communication and the dialogue and what does the conversation look like now that our kids are both out of the house you know, and I'm self-employed. Well, you know, I run a company, but I'm self-employed and have a flexible schedule. He has a pretty flexible schedule, and we find ourselves with each other damn near 20 hours a day, married, working together. What in the world do we talk about? And that's what really almost led us to the breaking point. How, from a guy's perspective, did we get through that? Well, most guys need a little freedom, and women, please give your man a little freedom. He needs his little cave time, too. I mean get by himself to think. Um, most women don't allow a man to think. And when he's out there and she's asking him questions, it really bothers us, bothers me, myself. So I had to explain to her that, you know, women get in a little little, little stuck-up position sometimes where they don't want to speak. We are allowed to do that, too, and they have to give us that respect. So that way we can get our thoughts together to articulate what we have to say. And most of the time I feel that when I tell her the truth, it hurts, and it becomes she becomes uh, a little offended by it. But if this is going to be real, I have to tell you what I'm feeling. So the, the way it works for us is to be honest and, and to let your feelings flow, but not in a hurtful way, but in a way to respect her and to let her know how you're feeling. I mean, it does hurt, and it sucks. <laughs> Reality. And I know a lot of times women are nurturers, and we'll be like, um... Well, what's wrong? What's wrong? Right. What's wrong? Right. What's keeps, wrong? And it keeps being a nag, and we, we keep telling you nothing's wrong. Well, we don't mean to nag, but we but just want to make sure you're okay. But to us, it is a nag. If we, if, to me, we, we learn to fix it. If, I, if I'm in a funk, she lets me go and, and just be in a funk for a little minute. I'm not upset with her, but it's some thoughts that I have to get out that I want to tell her without saying it in the wrong way because women take it in the wrong way all the time. Well, we try not to take it in the wrong way, but if I moping around the house, I'm going to say, what's wrong? And you're going to say, nothing. Right. And I'm going to say, well, what's wrong? And, and you're going to say, nothing. nothing. And, then, and then when I'm ready to tell you, then I'll sit you down and explain that to you. But we want to know then what's no, wrong. So we can sometimes, try to sometimes when you're upset, you don't want to say things. So it's better to keep your mouth shut sometimes until you get your thoughts completed together before you say something. Well, you always say that women have a tendency to outthink men and twist your words all the time. <laughs> You guys are argumentative all the time. You guys would like to argue. That's, that's, a, that's a job you guys like to do. Get the last word. I'll let you get the last word. It doesn't mean you won. It's just I don't want to hear it anymore. So I became the, the bigger person. But do you really think I'm a, I'm a picky person oh, to make an argument? Yes, you can, yeah. I don't yeah. think so.
So that gives me a nice upbringing to say, okay, I'm here. I'm here for the long haul, and I have to make it work. You know, I just got here to chat. There's a couple of things. Donna put y'all are hilarious, and yes, we are picky. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, and then um, uh, it says, we men have a habit of speaking out without thinking. We need that time to think before exactly. we speak. Exactly. What, that exactly. That's yes. exactly what we need, because we always put our foot in our mouth, and they always get us to a point where we be starting to stutter to try to get our words out. So, exactly. Whoever said that, I'm proud of you saying that. Thank you. That's Pastor Montauk. Remember we were driving through the country, and I called him because we were driving in Texas. My husband and I were driving. We travel across the country a lot, and we were driving through Tennessee, and he's in Tennessee, and I wanted to try to see him as we were driving not realizing Tennessee is a It's a horizontal state, and he's like, Saeed, I'm on the other side of Tennessee. So that's who put the comment. Thank you, my brother. <laughs> so that's who put the comment in the chat room that we men have the habit of speaking without thinking. And always get ourselves in trouble by doing that. I learned to keep my mouth shut and wait till I can articulate what I have to say, and she has to listen to it. I do, I do. And, and so now, you know, now that we've made it through, you know, I'm an empty nester. I mean, I'm 41 years old. I have no kids in the house. I'm looking fabulous because I have the most awesome people that I train with at the gym. <laughs> so my body is looking great. I feel great. Um, my marriage is not in shambles anymore. And not that it was, like, that far gone, but it was, it was getting pretty close. So now what does our marriage look like? Now, we've made it through the part that most people have difficulties making it through, the raising the children, buying your home, selling your home, put, making sure you live in a good place so the kids are in a good school district. Now that both of the children um, are out, hopefully my oldest son gets into a new college. He's trying to get into a college, so send him good energy and love and prayers that he gets into Norfolk State. He's trying right now. Um, so now, what does our marriage look like at this point? You're in your 40s. I'm not going to disclose your age. Um, I'm, I'm blessed to be this age. I'm 48. So now, how do we move forward as a married couple past most of the hurdles that most couples don't make it through? Well, we still have a hurdle to go through. I mean, every day you wake up, learn something new. If someone tells me they know all about it, they don't. I mean... All of us have our own personality, and there's some things that we all keep inside our heads that we won't tell ourselves. Not a bad thing, but we just do that as humans. So it, to wake up every day, to be happy, um, to see the person that, that you love that's sitting beside you is great. I mean, sometimes we all have our moments. I'm not going to sit here and say, yeah, life is beautiful all the time. I have my moments too, but I have to re, re, rethink it and say and count the blessings that I have. This person's been with me through a lot, and I've been with this person through a lot. So... Why would I throw it away? Some of us throw it away for a, a few seconds of something that's really nothing. So love yourself, and then you can love somebody else. Respect yourself, then you can respect other people. That's the way I live. Donna just put in the chat room that she said we need to start working on our bucket list, travel, hobbies, new levels of leadership in the community or with your work. Um, and she says that we should get a Winnebago and travel. Oh, that was my idea, Donna. You said it. I mean, I've been trying to do that. That's my, that's my goal, what I want to really do, is get a Winnebago and, and take my time traveling the States. Truthfully, I'd like to go overseas, too. Yeah, I'm, I'm just reading some stuff in the chat room. So, uh, yeah, get a Winnebago. <laughs> yeah, I just responded back. Yes, a Winnebago. Love it. You know, I, 
she's right, though. I mean, there's so many things. At this point in our career, um, I'm sure many people thought they would be in a much different financial place. I know I did. I thought I would be uh, stepping on money when I got out of bed every morning. Um, But obviously the economy has been a little brutal to everybody. But I still think that you can have little rays of sunshine no matter where you are, no matter what you do on different levels. I mean, you know, my husband and I are um, wine lovers. So, oh, wait, he just read something in the chat room. Connie and I want to retire in Italy. There you go. Wait. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. Getting out of here. There you go. Getting out of here, going to another country to live. That's my dream, too. Whoever that is, I'm proud of you saying that. I, I, that's exactly what I want to do, travel the world, because there's a lot out there to see. I'm, I'm responding to stuff in the chat room. <laughs> Stepping on money, LOL. Yeah, I really did think I would have much more money at this point because I'm such a hard worker. But <laughs> the guy like just put Connie and I want to retire in Italy. My husband says that the first chance he is out of here. I'm gone. I'm gone. <laughs> you hear him shouting in the back, I'm gone. Uh, but, you know, it, it really is about figuring out where we are now, where we were, looking at where we were, how we made it through the tough years, the tough moments. And, you know, obviously marriage is a commitment, and I and I have to just say people say marriage is a commitment before God and this and that. But for me, that wasn't really, honestly, the reason I stayed married. The real reason I stayed married is because I realized that my husband is my absolute best friend not because of what my friends would think, not because of what my my family would think. And I had one of my family members tell me, oh, well, if you and your husband split up, we're going to know it's your fault because he's really a great guy. I wanted to slap the hell out of her. I don't know if I could say that, but I just said it. Because I couldn't, because people see what they want to see. But also, even, even staying married, I want to say one thing, too, that married couples, you only deal with married couples. I mean, because if you're with somebody that's single, you're going to want to take that route, too, and we can all slip. So if, you, if you're married, try to deal with married couples, because it, it should make it a little easier that, you know, you're both on the same level. Yeah, I, I, we have a policy. Like, I really don't have single friends. You go out with single friends, it's going to cause a problem, and he doesn't really go out with single friends either because it just creates a problem. You go out with other married couples, everybody's home by like 11, 12 o'clock the latest. You go out with single people, they're trying to close the club down and it's just not going to work. Um, but anyway, what I was just saying is, you know, I, I will say, and I'm looking right into your eyes, you're absolutely my best friend. And we've, we've gone through some pretty sucky situations, particularly since the children have left. It's really a growing situation. I mean, you can't take it for anything bad because out of something bad comes something good. We have to go through something in order to get something. And once you understand that, it works for you. Um, Don't think of it as being, oh, I'm going through this. Why am I going through this? Wow, you're going through it because you have to learn from it. And the sooner you learn from it, the quicker. I think that was a great final thought. I just want to share one more thing. Pastor just put in the... um chat room single people give single advice and it won't and I put and it won't help uh, a marriage and Donna put no tears on the air <laughs> no tears on the air Donna I love you uh, and you've seen it all Donna <laughs> you, you've seen it all but um, I'm just happy to at least be at a happier place um, where we've made it through some real and that you know we're still here and can be 
be an example of black love and that to, to share with other black couples black getting power. married. You're so sweet, the black power. That's right. Black power. <laughs> that we can actually that we can actually survive and it's it's not easy. This marriage is not an easy thing. Uh, but I want to thank everybody in the chat room and thank you all for listening. Um, I wanna say peace and blessings to all you listeners and may God be with you to be the journey. Oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> you know, uh, I I always end uh, the show with a quote, but I think I'm gonna. I think what my husband just said um, is is closing enough for us. So peace and blessings to everyone. I love you all for listening, and I'll see you tomorrow morning on the Cyber Morning Show at 11 a.m. Big shout out to everybody who tuned in today. Thanks a lot, and I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>